everybody. What's going on? Welcome back to O-Town Dreamers, uh, the podcast where we talk about being a performer full-time and uh, why you can do it and how you can do it here in Orlando. Exactly. We're so pumped to be, to be back with you guys. Uh, I know we took a long kind of a break just because of all the craziness that's happening right now. Um, but uh, we had to take some time uh, for our family and our friends and um, our make sure our jobs are okay. But uh, to make it up for you guys, make it up, up for all the lost time, we're here in vodcast form uh, for yes. the foreseeable future, which uh, I actually really enjoy, enjoy getting to... Um, it's really easy just to call on people and say, "Hey, come on in." You know, it's, yeah. it's a lot of fun. So yeah. um, uh, we're gonna we're gonna play around like this for a while. Um, so before we begin, Christina, why don't you tell the people why we're here? Yeah. So like I uh, previously said, uh, we are a podcast that's here to be a resource for you and to inspire you to be uh, a full-time performer if that's what you want to do. If you've always been into performing and you and people have told you that it's not realistic, we're here to tell you that you can. And it's just as realistic as being a doctor, a lawyer, or a business executive. And we're here to show you how to do that here in Orlando. That's right. Even if you're using it for a base, if you're using Orlando O-Town for a base to uh, uh, hone your skills and then go abroad and use those skills, Orlando is a great place to do that. Um, do you have any, like, uh, we don't have a bunch of news because we're sitting stuck in our homes. Do you have anything <laughs> off the top of your head that you're like, I've got an idea? I've got an idea. Um, now is a great time to learn uh, to get good at any video games you've always wanted to get good at. Uh, right now, I'm doing Animal Crossing, League of Legends, um, Dauntless, uh, Breath of the Wild. So any video games you've ever wanted to play, now's the time. Exactly. So <laughs> I love it. Like uh, one of our guests from last week, she's like, yeah, I'm really taking this time to um, learn sign language. And you're like, I'm uh -huh. playing video games. I'm not, I'm dying less in league, bro. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, so instead of O-Town News, I figured because we had to take a long break, uh, we got to film the first uh, film. We got to record the first couple episodes in March, uh, but we never got a chance to really uh, f uh, air it um, on our podcast format. I know. I want to uh, know who won. Yeah, yeah. So this is uh, so this is March Madness. So let's wrap up some March Madness or March Entertainment Madness. Yes. So for those of you who uh, are new to O Town Dreamers, thanks for joining us. Oh wait! Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh! I totally forgot. Christina, where can they find people? Where where can, can people find us on social media? Yeah, so you can find us uh, on Instagram at O-Town-Dreamers, all one word, and on Facebook at O-Town-Dreamers, and you can email us directly if you want to hear us talk about a specific topic or answer any questions you have at O-Town-Dreamers at gmail.com. That's right. So uh, we were able to, through social media, we sent out uh, these big kind of, uh, not quizzes, but um, yeah, almost almost quizzes like which one do you like better? Uh, just like March Madness, there was a whole uh, March Madness football. There's a bunch of like rankings about uh, between these two, which one would you choose? All that kind of stuff. So, all right, for those of you new, these were kind of uh, these were kind of the responses that we got. So between Festival of the Lion King and Finding Nemo, and you can you can tell us in the comments below or obviously let us know at uh, Oton. Dreamers at gmail.com. Uh, between Festival of the Lion King and Finding Nemo, Festival of the Lion King won, which is... Yeah. Like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and then between Pirates Dinner Adventure Stunt Show and Indiana Jones, Epic Stunt Spectacular, do you know which one won? 
I don't know. I, well, uh, probably Indy. It's a classic. That's right. Indiana Jones did win. Um, uh, uh, again, we had almost 100 people, uh, uh, a little over 100 people, actually, um, tune into this. So thank you for everyone who took these quizzes. Uh, between Sleuth's Mystery Dinner Show and Sat Comedy Lab. Do you know what one? Sat Comedy Lab. That's right. Sat Comedy Lab. Uh, uh, oh, this one was a hard one. Dapper Dan's and Voices of Liberty. Which one? Ooh, uh, voices? That's right. Good yeah. job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Citizens of Hollywood and Capone's Dinner Show. Citizens. That's right. Good job. Um, <laughs> Spirit of Aloha Dinner Show versus the Hoopty Doo Review. Oh, uh, Hoopty Doo. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, that, that one's kind of controversial. A lot of people said Spirit of Aloha, but it was the Hoopty Doo Review. Um, okay. Uh, oh, okay. This was Universal Horror Makeup Show versus the Frozen Sing Along, specifically the narrator. So it was like a battle of the comedy duos. This one's hard. Yep. This one, uh, I'm gonna go with Frozen Sing Along. Universal Horror Makeup Show one. Nice oh, try though. Yeah. yeah. And this is, uh, I think this, this was like kind of the um, uh, kind of older dark ride, uh, dark show. I don't, I don't know why these two were paired together. A Voyage of the Little Mermaid versus Poseidon's Fury. Which one? Uh, probably Voyage. That's right, Voyage one. So out of all of those, we took them and then we paired all those up together. So. There we go. So then it became a battle between Sack versus Citizens of Hollywood. Who won? Uh, Sack. Good job, Sack Comedy Lab. Uh, and this was <laughs> uh, Voices of Liberty. These are vocal shows. Voices of Liberty versus Voyage of the Little Mermaid. Which one won? Oh, Voices. Of course, one hundred percent. Although we love we love all these shows, but this is just what a hundred people were feeling at the moment. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Because this was such slim pickings to try and like compare these shows together, a lot of these things don't make sense. So I'm always curious to see what would happen if they were paired against other things. But oh well. Pirates Dinner Adventure versus Universal Horror Makeup Show. Horror Makeup. That's right. And Hoop to Do versus Festival of the Lion King. Ooh, uh, Hoop. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So then we came to. All right. Then we came to Sack. Versus, excuse me, Sack versus Universal Horror Makeup Show. That's hard. Yep. Uh, probably Horror Makeup? No, it was Sack Comedy Lab. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And Hoop to Do Review versus Voices of Liberty. Hoop to Do. It was Hoop to Do. And then between Sack and Hoop to Do Review, do you want to know who won? I think it was Hoop. Drum roll, please. That's right. It was uh, it was Hoopty Doo Reviews. So congratulations to all of our friends uh, here uh, at the at Pier in Orlando and O Town at the Hoopty Doo Review for winning our March Entertainment Madness. We'll be sending you a you know imaginary medal for your wall in yes. backstage. A wink and a high five. That's great from from six feet away. We love it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's go get our guests. Let's do it. All right. Hey, welcome. Uh, we have with us uh, two incredible guests. Christina, do you want to start? Today, we have uh, Spencer Morrow with us. He's one of our guests. He's originally from Georgia. Spencer is a very experienced and well-rounded local Orlando choreographer slash performer slash teacher at the Orlando Repertory Theater, as well as a singer-dancer at Walt Disney World. He's performed in productions such as Shrek the Musical, as Lord Farquaad, and Mary Poppins as Bert at Theater at St. Luke's. 
Um, he was also in episode seven of O-Town Dreamers on the Gotta Dance episode, where we talked to him uh, about the basics of dance and how you can show up as your best dancing self. So go check out that episode for more from Spencer. And uh, he recently just offered free online dance classes. So he's really a community serving, awesome entertainer. So thank you and welcome to the well, podcast. Welcome back, Spencer. Thank you so much. I'm I'm so excited to be back. I'm really thrilled that you guys had me back and that I was interesting enough to come back. Oh my gosh. No, you were such a trip. We, we loved having you. And uh, Steve, I don't know if he was on with Sterling and they were just such a trip. Yeah, but, I listened. It was great. Okay. <laughs> um, but also, uh, um, also we have with us, uh, well, first of all, he's one of uh, both of these guys. They're my dear, dear, dear friends. Um, I've known Steve since I was eight years old. Eight years old. Uh, that's that's as far as we'll go. But um, he's originally from New Hampshire. Um, he he's even known my wife for as long as I can remember. Um, uh, he's a director, an incredible director around town. Uh, but his big thing, he loves to uh, kind of take uh, theater and kind of flip it on its head to see what people aren't doing. That's one of my favorite things about Steve. Um, he, he used to be a performer, and he, every once in a while when he's forced to, he will still get on that stage. Uh, <laughs> but he's incredible. He works. At, he works at all the parks. He directs uh, um, one one of the most recent things he did. He just did uh, Steel Magnolias at St. Luke's uh, Theater, where he basically created an entire salon uh, as the as the theater space, which was so cool. Uh, and again, this is uh, Steve McKinnon. Hi, Sage. Thank you. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for being here, Steve. Uh, this is super fun, super chill. Um, do you guys have anything you want to like say before we start? No, welcome to like quarantine video chat. Yes. <laughs> how are you guys? How, how are you guys dealing with this quarantine right now? We'll start with Steve. I mean, well, if you notice my hair, it's getting a little out of control. I like it though. Yeah. Uh, curls get the girls, guys. <laughs> Words of wisdom. Mm -hmm. As are my emotions. So it's been a roller coaster, but um, tonight I'm great. Yeah, you uh, the also th the other thing you just kind of organized a, a really cool thing, uh, for St. Luke's. Uh, it was uh, the sun is gonna shine again from Bright Star, where you had I think almost over a hundred um, submissions from not even people that go to St. Luke's, but just around, um, and you edited this incredible kind of really moving, uh, story that's gonna that's basically for this kind of quarantine that the sun will shine again. It was really really cool. Great job, Steve. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. It's really special to have so many different people involved in it. It's a great community project. Yeah. How are you dealing with this, Spencer? I'm okay. I'm just a little bored. Like um, Christina said earlier, I did like an online virtual dance class um, uh, with a couple of people, Steve, and a couple of us did like a uh, stage reading just over Zoom of the play Rumors. So like just trying to still be creative while you know, cooped up. Mm -hmm. That's our, awesome. It's really weird. Our whole careers are in large groups of people and with tourists and with, you know, like masses of people gathering to be together. And so not being able to do that is weird. Yeah. Very. Regardless, uh, let's get started with our, um, our fun warm-up game. I can't wait.
so this game is inspired. Uh, first of all, this game is inspired by friends over at the Mad Chatters podcast. Uh, check them out. Uh, uh, they're def- actually what inspired me to kind of create this podcast. Um, it's great for all you Disney lovers out there. Um, but uh, they created this game, and I think it's awesome. So uh, we decided to kind of make our own version of it. So this is called Theater 19. Uh, why 19? Because of the terrible virus that is happening. Uh, so I decided to make something evil and turn it into something fun. Uh, so this is basically... <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 what I call Steve. He's <laughs> is he's evil, but he's gonna turn it fun. <laughs> so glad to be here. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so anyway, so this is basically a music th- a music sorry musical theater trivia, except all of these shows are uh, shows that Steve and Spencer have either directed, choreographed, or been a part of. Um, so what I did is I got the script. I got the script for each of these shows, each, uh, and I turned to the 19th page. I copied the first dialogue I could find. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to read them aloud, uh, just in my normal voice, so I don't give anything away. I'm not going to do any inflection or anything like that. And you have to guess what musical it is based on these just few little dialogue things. I'm so screwed. I can't wait. <laughs> I know, me too. And okay. he's always on his phone. I can't wait. <laughs> So, so, all right, so what's going to happen is um, uh, I will read the first couple lines, probably just two lines. If you can uh, – so, well, first of all, we're going to divide it into teams because um, uh, I know Christina is not a huge musical theater person. Uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pair uh, Spencer and Christina together. So two is two is a magic number. Spencer is. And, <laughs> and, and, and Steve is Steve is a party of one. But Steve, as you're thinking about like what are the answers are what these answers are, just talk it out. Talk it out with me. I'll I'll be your pseudo team member. Um. Anyway, That's so with you. what? It's like working with you. I'm like, that's right, because <laughs> you're the worst. Um, uh, so anyway, so I will read the first couple lines. If you can guess it from the first few lines, you get two points. Christina, I'm going to need you to take down points. Uh, okay. If, if, so if so you, is Christina guessing? Christina is guessing. Yeah. Oh, great. C- Christ- Christina and Spencer are guessing together. They're a team, and uh, you are a team, but I will be your kind of <laughs> helper. Um, I, I just did, I did like a, what's her name from, uh, Schitt's Creek. I was like, I'll be your helper. Um, <laughs> what's her name? Alexa, there it is. Uh, so anyway, so if, if let's, let's say I'm giving, uh, uh, Christina and Spencer are guessing. If they guess the correct musical within the first few lines, they get two points. But if they guess incorrectly, Steve, you will get a chance to steal that, but only for one point. If you can steal that, you get that point. But if you can't steal, it'll go back to Spencer and Christina. And I'll read a couple more lines as we go. Uh, but but if you don't get, guess it within that first um, uh, round, it goes down to one point. But only you get two points if you guess it within that first round. Does that make sense? So we have turns over when we, like, it'll be Spencer's turn to guess first. And then Cor- I, won't, I won't interrupt. Correct, because there's not really a buzzer system for Zoom. Okay. Um, is, uh, this, is this only shows we've done together or just musical theater that we've done? Musical theater that you guys uh, have done uh, either together or but or apart, but either way, one of you is involved. Okay. Um, so, and just a helpful, oh yeah, the team with the most points at the end will win, obviously. It's just a helpful reminder, if I say blank, it is probably a name that would give away the answer or so whatever. Uh, all right, everybody clear on their teams? Yes. Okay, yeah. great. Let the, uh, this is the uh, first round. So some of these are easy, some of these are hard. I've tried to mix them up, so we'll see what happens. And these are the first two lines. Whose turn is it? This is, let's start, um, actually, Spencer, pick a number between one and 10. Six. Steve? 
Seven. Spencer, the number was three, so Spencer is closest. So Spencer and Christina are going to go first. Yes. Let's do it. All right. This is, uh, these are the first couple lines. This is the sum total. Beans. We mustn't give up our beans. Well, if you feel we must. Got it. Okay. What do you think it is? Into the woods. Correct. See, all right. See, these, these first couple are going to be easy just to get, uh, so you guys get two <laughs> points. We're going to win, man. You guys are going to win? Oh, I don't win, know. man. All right, Steve, this is for you. Right. The first couple lines. Well, I must say you look swell. How, how does he know you? He can't know you. You've only just arrived. You can't answer, Spencer. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I'm just... oh Mary Poppins. What? Yeah, good job. <laughs> 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 All right, good, good. There we go. I was I was trying to start the easy ones first. I was like, come on, Steve, don't let me down. <laughs> uh, two points. All right, so two points for Spencer and Christina, two points for Steve. All right. <clears throat> uh, Spencer and Christina, this is your turn. This is the first couple lines. What did she show you? The last moments of my life. Got it. Big fish. Good job. Two points. Come on. Yeah, see? All right, it's okay. It's, it's, it's yeah. going to get harder. <laughs> All right, Steve, this is, <laughs> Steve, this is for you. So there is a blank in this next one. Um, but that's because there's a location, and that would give it away. Okay. Here we go. <clears throat> really? That's all? Who would have guessed that blank girls were all such skags? My, how this town has gone downhill since I was crowned Miss Blank. Hairspray. Good job. Oh, Two points. Nice. <laughs> All right. Now these kind of start to get a little harder. Uh, Spencer and Danielle Christina. Lang was very good in that role. Yes, she was. Uh, all right. I'm going to give people shout outs now. We're going to shout out. As you should. As you should. <laughs> get them uh, views. <laughs> we'll tag each and every single person. <laughs> um, Spencer and Christina, this is for you. This way, honey. Oh, come on. It's a shame to hide such a beautiful face. Why'd you shoot him, honey? Why don't you give a profile, a little smile like the girl in the toothpaste ad? Can you say it one more time? Yep. This way, honey. Oh, come on. It's a shame to hide such a beautiful face. Why'd you shoot him, honey? Why don't you give a profile, a little smile like the girl in the toothpaste ad? Uh, is it Chicago? It is. Good job. Two points. I was about to say, was that part of a song or was that actual dialogue? It sounded like a song. None of the none of these are songs. I tried to only find dialogue. Oh, okay. Because if right. I was if I was like if I said into the woods to seek that would I <laughs> <laughs> All right. Steve, this is for you. Good Spencer. That was I wouldn't have got it. Oh no, I couldn't. Um it's been great meeting you folks, but I have to get back. Blank's probably waiting for me. Sorry. Uh, sorry, I didn't think you were such a square, or are you afraid? I'll read that again because I stumbled. Uh, these are two people talking. First and one. Oh, no, I couldn't. Um, it's been great meeting you folks, but I got to get back. Blank's probably waiting for me. Second person. I didn't think you were such a square, or are you afraid? Grace. Grace? Grace. Oh, Grace. No, wait. No, it's not Greece. Oh my God. All right, Spencer. Spencer and Christina. I'll say it one more time. 
Yeah. And then if and then if you don't get it, then I'm gonna go back to Steve and I'm gonna continue some more dialogue. Okay. First two lines are, oh no, I couldn't. Um, it's been great meeting you folks, but I gotta get back. Blank's probably waiting for me. Person two, I didn't think you were such a square, or are you afraid? This sounds like something I should know. I feel like uh, that first line was mine. It, I, I'll, I will tell you that it was not. Okay, oh. but no cheating. But no cheating, sorry. <laughs> I wish I had a list of all the productions you guys have been in. Um, oh, yeah, that's unfair. That, that's, why, that's why I paired you two together, because it, 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 they'll know what the production's in, but you'll know more musical theater stuff, so hopefully it'll be fair that way. I mm. Do you just want to take a random guess? So I was waiting for me. Heathers, if you were in Heathers. <laughs> blank, blank is probably waiting for me. There, there's a name there. Blank is probably I, I like know it. Square. Mm. Afraid. Sounds familiar. Can I just right. take a stab? Yeah, just, just take a guess. Little shot? Nope. Uh, Steve, all right. Here are all four lines. Oh, no, I couldn't. Um, it's been great meeting you folks, but I got to get back. Blank's probably waiting for me. Person number two, I didn't think you were such a square. Are you, or are you afraid? Person one, I'm not either. Person number two, prove it. Oh. S Steve. Big fish. Is that your final answer? Is that your stab? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. Rocky Horror? Is that your is that your final answer? I'll say it one more time. Oh no, I couldn't. Um, it's been great meeting you folks, but I gotta get back. Mary's probably waiting for me. Oh, Person number two. Madness. You yeah, good madness. job. Yeah, no, I had to give it away um, a little bit. There we go. There's that one point. Good job. All right. Num all right. Did you know that, Spencer? No, I thought it was Big River. Okay. okay. All right, so who started that? Mark Twain wrote so much about squares. Oh, so Steve. So Steve, you, that was you started that, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so Spencer, oh, back back to you. <laughs> yeah, so it's Spencer's turn. All right. Oh poor boy, uh, sorry. Oh poor boy, did they hurt you? They're after you, ain't they? They're after me too. <sighs> by the way, Christina, I have a guess, but I don't think it's right. By the way, Christina, make sure you put down that Steve got that one point. Yeah, I did. Steve okay. knows. <laughs> Christina, I have a guess, but I don't know if it's right. Well, you can. Talk, I, I trust you. You know, you can talk amongst yourself. You can. That's fine. I think it's Big River. I think that one's Big River. Can you say it one more time? Yep. Um, oh, poor boy. Did they hurt you? They're after you, ain't they? They're oh, no, it's, it's Annie. Is it Annie? Is your final yes, answer? Annie. Uh, it is Annie. Good job. Two points. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I saved that one. <laughs> um, all right. This is for you, Steve. Uh, this is two people. Person one, how come you never get mad at those guys? Person two, why should I? Uh, person one, well, that name they call you, Rump. Grease. Good job. All right, two points. <laughs> I knew that was the first line. I was like, okay. <laughs> well, you've done it four times. Eight. Eight, thank you. Eight, okay. All right, Spencer, this is for you. And this is just the first line. Um, 
You never liked Roosevelt. You wrote an editorial against him day after day when he ran for. <laughs> Could it name, bro? What? Roosevelt is fine. Roosevelt is also in Annie. He's in two musicals that we know. He's also no. He's also in Green for Madness. Exactly. <laughs> Three of our musicals. <laughs> all right, good. All right, good. All right, you got that one. That's good. That's good. Um, all right, Steve. This is for you. This is two people. First person. What about second person? Nope, nope, and nope. We do have the Bolarama down by the interstate. First person. What about second person? Nope, nope, and nope. We do have the Bolarama down by the interstate. What about? Spencer knows what this is. <laughs> oh my gosh. Footloose. That is. Good <laughs> job. Wow. wow. That was impressive. Yeah. Because I was like, I don't know what. Smile so much. You gave it away. Yeah, yeah. I, know, I should have been like. Oh. You were literally acting it out. You're like, no, no, Sorry. All right. These are the first couple lines just because you wouldn't under, it wouldn't make sense. Uh, so this goes to Spencer, I believe. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, these are two people. First person. Do you know the hour? Second person, almost 10, I believe. First person, your work days begin with me at nine. You've missed reading to me and still haven't repaired the latch on the cellar door. You're not gonna repeat shows, right? Nope. I'll read it again. Remember, there are two people. First person, do you know the hour? Second person, almost 10, I believe. First person, your workday begins with me at nine. You've missed reading to me and still haven't repaired the latch on the cellar door. This is why this game is so interesting because it's literally the 19th page and it could just be anything. Yeah. I feel like it's one I haven't done. I feel like this is a Steve show. What's that crack supposed to mean? What? Nothing. Spencer doesn't use latch doors in his shows. (laughs) Cellars. Cellars. Is it, they're they're just musicals. They're not plays. Uh, yeah, they're just musicals. Yeah, this sounded very glass menagerie to me for some reason. Yeah, yeah, they're ju- they're all musicals. Uh. You have a guess, Christina? I'm the your day starts with me. And... I have a stab, but I don't know if it's gonna. What are you thinking? You guys can talk it out. I'm thinking... Little Women, but I don't, I'm trying to think who has like someone who comes to read to them. Yeah. Uh, Latch Door sounds kind of old timey. And if all the people at home know what they they think what the answer is, comment below. No, no, sorry. I should really talk this. This is an audio program. I should really talk this out. No, you should talk it out. It's someone who works for someone else or like is servitude to someone and if you feel like you just need to take a stab at it and drop down to the one point, and I'll, I'll read more lines, you can. I feel like yeah. Steve knows it. He's going to get his point. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, he, can't, he can't get a point unless you do, do a, take a stab at it. Okay, can we just, should we just say Little Women? Yeah, let's try it. Okay, we'll say Little Women. That is correct. Uh, is it really? Is, it is. It is Little Women. Come on. Come on. <laughs> That's two Come points. On. Yeah, no, it was, it was uh, March and Aunt, uh, sorry, uh, Aunt March and Joe. 
Amy Martin Cole. That's right. She's here for Star. it. And Meg. Oh, man. She was so good. Way to go, Spencer. Thank That's you. What I'm talking about. So good about that one. I, I actually saw that show, so thank you. <laughs> No, but you're right. It was not a, uh, you, uh, it would, that was a Steve show for sure. Yep. Um, all right. Uh, this next one for Steve. Uh, these are the first four lines. <clears throat> uh, two characters. First one. Did you drop your second character? No. First character. Did I meet you in second character? No. Music man. Good job. <laughs> Did you know that Spencer? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I could tell. I could. Uh, you're like, oh gosh. Okay, I don't that scene a thousand times. We, yeah, when I see that Spencer knows it, it, it like narrows down things for me a little bit. <laughs> That's true. Um, <laughs> all right, this one is for Spencer. There are there are a lot of blanks because there are a lot of names, but it's very okay. quick. Two characters. First character, I'm blank. I can't sing. Second character, blank. Me either. Oh, High School Musical. Good job. That's it. Two two points. Bruh. All right. These... Spencer's wheelhouse. These... Indeed. These <laughs> last... One, two, three, four, five. These last five are the hardest. Okay. Uh, actually, tell me, where, where are we at right now, Christina, points-wise? Uh, Spencer and I have 14. Steve has 11. Oh, okay. But this, but, this, but but Christina and I started, so yeah. technically this is still the same round for sure. Yeah, sure. sure. start eating my outback, okay? <laughs> go go for it. Um, how I open it? Uh, all right. So this is for you, Steve. The first two lines. Um, first person. All right, look. Only because I'm lost, you can come. Second person. Yeah. Woohoo. All right. Shrek. That was it. Good job. Oh, I, mm. <laughs> Good I job. You need to play cool on that one. <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, Yeah, I did. Yeah. Wow. I was, I was so glad there wasn't a far quad line on 19. I was like, no, please, come on, come on. Come on. All Spencer, right. You have to tell the far quad story, okay? Which you one? Tell, you do, forgot your line. You want to tell the far quad story? Go ahead. The one I forgot my line? I... So one of the easiest parts of the whole thing is when he, he does the alphabet. Mm. The, and no one's gonna bring me down. Yep. And I completely and totally blanked. And I said, and no body's gonna bring. <laughs> like, could not. From like up in the tower, looking down at all the little... Um, and all I could see, I was like, don't look down because all the Duloc people were down there and I could see their shoulders bouncing because they're laughing. And I could <laughs> literally hear that through, laughing through the bring. I could hear the tech laughing through the headsets that were hanging off stage. That's hilarious. So I, that's, that's all. It's <laughs> just blanked. <laughs> it happens. Oh my gosh. It happens. I, I once did a show, uh, I think, I, I don't... I don't think you directed it, Steve, but you were there for it where um, I, sa I said I was supposed to come on stage as a dog. It was a very quick, uh, it was a very quick, quick change. And all the four times I never made it. And all four times they were filming for archival purposes. 
And so they had to come back all four times because I just never made it. And like, and so poor Adam Delmedico, if he's listening, was just like, he was he was a pirate mouse, and he was like, he's not listening. I <laughs> know he was like he's like tag him. Oh, I'll tag him. He's like, R. Oh man, I wish there could be a dog around, <laughs> just for like, just for like twenty minutes before I could come on stage. Anyway, uh, Adam was a revelation on that show. What was it? Um, Busy Town. Yeah, so good. Um, all right, Spencer. Alvarez this- was was fantastic in that too. That's right. I was just uh, texting her. It's one of our friends' birthdays coming up, so we're we're putting something together for him. I'm gonna name drop through this whole episode, so we can. Pl- Please do. Yes. Um, all right, Spencer and Christina, this is for you. Two characters. Right. First character, leave the lady alone. Second character, thank you. You, you're at the theater every night. You've never missed a performance. You deserve a reward. You alone. You said you're not repeating shows, right? I'm not repeating shows. All right, again, two characters. First character, leave the lady alone. Second character, thank you. You, you're at the theater every night. You've never missed a performance. You deserve a, re- uh, you deserve a reward. It sounds very Anastasia. Were you in Anastasia? Anastasia. No. It also sounds like Gypsy, but I've never done Gypsy. I don't think Steve's done Gypsy. Hmm. Played it, but um, leave the lady alone. Theater every night, you deserve a reward. You want to take a stab at it? What? Um, what's something where they perform? Crazy for you, or should we? Steve's, uh, Steve's, no, this is not going to work for pot for for the podcast format. But Steve's face anytime Spencer makes a, makes a suggestion is as if like someone said something mean in a soap opera. It's like duh, duh, duh. <laughs> he doesn't expect so the squares. Each person who's talking. Oh, I showed the, all all four squares. Oh, perfect, good. Yeah. He he doesn't expect me to actually know the name of musicals. So this is why this is all such a shock to him. <laughs> no, nah, that's me. I I have no clue. Um. Take it. Take a stab. I'm gonna take a stab. Can I take a stab? Yep. Can I say thoroughly modern Millie? You can't that, say that. Is that your final answer? Yeah. That is incorrect. <gasps> I'm sorry, Christina. Steve, <gasps> do you want to say something? Ragtime. That is correct. Good oh, job. I would not have known that one. one so point, that is a oneer. That's a one point. Oh, no, no. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. That is one point for Steve because he was two and then you're one. Good job, Steve. Your wife was um, Evelyn Nesbitt in that. Yes, she was. That line to Eric Nelson, and they were wonderful. <laughs> um, all right, Steve, this is for Bless you. Him. And the this is actually the first three lines because, um, yeah, that'll make the most sense. Uh, two characters. First character. Uh, so what do you think, kid? Second character. Oh, blank. I love it. Would you put it on for me? First character. Oh yeah, sure. I was gonna give it to you before we came up here, but things got so hectic. This is the really the first chance we've had to be alone. Mm. I told you that I'm, I tried to make them a little bit harder as we as we went along. 
Try to find some deep cuts. <laughs> this is a deep cut. I feel like it's Tuck Everlasting. Because um, they go up to the attic and she puts on the dress and the mother gets the tour. Okay. But can you read it one, one more time? Oh, I would love to. Uh, two characters. <laughs> What'd you say? You may edit this out later. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, I'm keeping it all in. Um, I'm kidding. Um, two characters. First character. So what do you think, kid? Second character. Oh, blank. I love it. Would you put it on for me? First character. Oh, yeah, sure. I was going to give it to you before we came up here, but things got so hectic. This is really the first chance we've had to be alone. Oh, my gosh. I'm, what did I say it was? I'm you, gonna... said, you said Tuck Everlasting. I don't think it's Tuck Everlasting, but that's what I'm going to go with. Tuck Everlasting. That is incorrect. Spencer, do you have anything you want to say? Do you have a, a take a stab at it for a point before uh, I give uh, I give Steve more lines? Blank. I love it. That That is a name. Oh, blank. I love it is, is a name. Right, right, right. Um, Christina, anything? I'm so sorry. I think no, this. Okay. I think this is a real deep cut, specifically uh, for Christina. Okay. Were these film quotes? I would be. The best. Right. <laughs> oh, 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 that that's that's coming soon, Christina. Don't you worry. Okay, I'm just gonna. Okay. Oh, blank. I love it. Will you put it on for me? I'm gonna. Take a stab. The musical, he said. Sorry, yeah. my husband is trying to give me some. Oh, it's all, it's all <laughs> musical. Uh, this is not right, but I'm just going to throw out a Christmas story. That is incorrect. All right, Steve. Here are all four lines. First character. So what do you think, kid? Second character. Oh, blank. I love it. Would you put it on for me? First character. Oh, yeah, sure. I was going to give it to you before we came up here, but things got so hectic. This is really the first chance we've had to be alone. Second character. Oh, blank. It's beautiful. I really love it. I promise I'll never take it off for as long as I live. Whoever thought when I took that job at S-Smart that I would meet the man of my dreams. Evil Dead. It is Evil Dead. Good oh. job. Oh, not a no Evil Dead the musical. Good job. The anyone musical? you want? Anyone you want to plug, Steve? Uh, yeah, I mean, I <laughs> want me to? no, I'm kidding. Um, it was great. Kevin yeah. Zepp was wonderful, and Shannon Bilo Starkey was wonderful, and Shannon Bilo Starkey. <laughs> he was great. Yeah, that's great. I love I love that show. Um, all right. Ginger Minge was in that show. Yes, she was. Ginger Minge. Yeah. Josh Roth. Um, David Sierra, Jenna Canego, uh, everybody was in that show. Adam Del Medico. That's right. We had a talking moose. We had a splatter zone at theater downtown. They never got the blood out of those seats in that theater. Sorry, Frank and Frank. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I miss theater downtown. I wish that would come back. Too. I miss them. I miss that space. I miss. It was so yep. fun. Yeah. Um. So where are we at points wise? Sorry, and Jillian Gizzy. Um. Oh yeah, Jill Jillian Gizzy. Uh, me and Spencer are sitting pretty at 14, and Steve has 15. Oh, Steve. All right. So, this is the next show. Uh, and these are the first two lines. Two characters. First character. 
well, really, that's no way to behave on your first day out. Second, well, nobody's perfect, but I do think you did a pretty good job of the body work. Is this us? This is you and Christina. Really, first this, day this, out, that sounds like prison. I, I know, there's really no way to behave on your first day out. Musical, prison. Yep. First, first character, well, really, there's uh, that, sorry. First character, well, really, that's no way to behave on your first day out. Second character, well, nobody's perfect, but I do think you did a pretty good job of the body work. Oh, it feels like... <laughs> I don't know what musical is to be, but it feels like someone who, like, created somebody and then they, like, it was their first day as, like, being... A person or being like alive hmm. and then like Sam, yeah they did pretty good on the body work of like but i'm trying to think what musical that would be hmm. want to take a stab you did a pretty good job on the body work body work <laughs> thanks christina body work <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I can't, I don't even know. <laughs> no. Take a stab. Uh, little shop. Little shop? <laughs> that is incorrect. Steve. Oh. Um, really, that's no way to behave on your first day out? What, say it again? Yep. No, first character. Well, really, that's no way to behave on your first day out. Uh, second character. Well, nobody's perfect, but I do think you did a pretty good job of the body work. Is it Rocky Horror? It is. Oh, damn. I was, when, when, when Spencer literally said, I feel like it's someone created someone. And I was like, you literally played Frankenfurter, Spencer. <laughs> He's so mortified right now. Oh, I'm so embarrassed. Spencer played at UCF and he was fantastic. And then yes. Adam McCain played it with us. And uh, you're down time. It's great. Nice. Uh, so Steven, who's in the hospital? Send him some love right now. He's yes, Stephen Pugh's in the oh. hospital with uh, with potential coronavirus. We're not totally sure, but we're thinking about him, and hope hopefully he will make a speedy recovery. Yeah. Um. So, technically, Steve, you are our winner. <laughs> but Yay. just very but nice. Just for fun, and we'll do this uh, raised hands just uh, for a fun bonus question. Um. This is, I want to do this last one because I honestly had no idea. Um, but yeah, whoever wants to raise their hand who knows it first can do so and you guys can talk it out. So All right. what is the green tarp behind you? Oh, this is my green screen. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, that's ingenious. I love that. Thanks. <laughs> um, so, all right, here we go. This is one character. And this is the first couple, a uh, couple, uh, like the first two sentences of her little monologue she has. This is oh, a hand raise? Say that again? This is a hand raise. Yeah, just raise your hand. It's a fun bonus round because I just like this game. Super fun. Yeah. Oh, this kind will put you to sleep for 100 years. It's terrible. Waking up and your clothes are all out of style. And now with the wave of my wand, I'm going to disappear on you. Feel free to talk it out as a group. <laughs> Sounds like Aladdin, but it's not. He doesn't have a wand. No, that wasn't my hand. Sorry. Um, 
Oh, this kind will put you to sleep for a hundred years. It's terrible waking up and all your cl- and your clothes are all out of style. And now with the wave of my wand, I'm gonna disappear on you. Hmm. There's a wand. Someone's been asleep for a long time or away for a long time. They have a wand. It's magical. Yeah. The only two wand things I can think of are Cinderella and Merlin. And that does not sound like the Cinderella we get. Mm -mm. (laughs) All right. So uh, should I keep going? Next sentence. Yeah, keep going. Next sentence. Oh, this kind will put you to sleep for a hundred years. It's terrible waking up and your clothes are all out of style. And now with a wave of my wand, I'm going to disappear on you. I'm just going to wave this thing three or four times. It's ever increasing. Now what the heck is going on here? There is there is one more line after that. The Wiz. It is The Wiz. Hey. Nice. Good, nice. Jo- good job. Good champion. Hey, good game, everyone. That was a lot of fun. Okay, my husband got that. So. Say that again. Jeremy got that. Oh, my husband. Your husband got it. Got it. <laughs> Yay, Jeremy. Good job. Extra point. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, good job on that game, you guys. And congratulations to Steve, our winner. Um, so now we're going to go kind of into the portion where we just talk to you guys about what you guys do and what your guys' thoughts are on different parts of the entertainment business. Um, so Steve, why Orlando? What brought you here? Um, I actually came down here in 2003 with the Disney College program. <gasps> ah, me too. Really? Yeah. What was your uh, role? I was uh, stationed on Main Street, USA, and Main Street Ops. Oh, so nice. I, like, literally was working turnstiles, um, mm-hmm. taking tickets, and then I would do parade audience control, and I also had some other TAs throughout um, property, like I worked at the Wide World Sports. Wow. Great for me to work at a sport. <laughs> I was good. I was going to say, I'm sure you fit in with everyone there. I mean, I got to drive the Pargos and drive the, like, the baseball players around and then go to the cheerleader convention. So it was great. But, uh, <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So I, I did that to, um, to kind of get away, get some perspective and grow a little bit. And then I ended up staying down here. And yeah, and here, here we are. Nice. Where did you come from originally? From New Hampshire. Ooh, yeah. That's a change. Yeah, it's a big change. Uh, <laughs> I theater as an actor up there and also a music director and a teaching artist. And I was working a lot regionally throughout New England, Maine, New Hampshire, Massachusetts. And um, I, I was I was in school and I, I needed to kind of, I had just come out um, to my family and it was kind of a tough time. So I needed to kind of get away. And Disney, the college program was a safe way to do that. Mm, um, mm-hmm. A little bit, get some perspective and... Um, get some wings of my own and, and fi- you know, find my way. And mm-hmm. um, that was the perfect route for me to do that. And so I ended up staying. Yeah. Hey, and oh, here's, a, here's a fun fact for you, Christina, who I don't think you know. Um, but uh, uh, Shannon is also from New Hampshire. And back in the day, they, uh, um, uh, Steve, who is a director now, he used to put on shows back in when they were, how old were you guys? Yeah, Shannon and I went, um, grew up together. We knew each other since we were like, I think she was eight or nine, literally. And um, so we did community theater together. We did professional theater together. Um, wow. No, I but that's, to- you also used to put on your own shows in your backyard and you used yeah, to cast so I used it. To, 
yeah, I used to do shows in my backyard with all the kids in the area. Every summer we would do a big show. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, and then and then we um, I started doing that a little bit like at the town hall. It grew into a program, and I started doing like after school programming. So I had that experience, and Shannon used to be in my shows, and <sighs> and now we do it in Orlando. <laughs> nice. Sometimes, sometimes Shannon's in a show, and that's fun. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I feel very blessed and lucky to do what what I do, and I've always directed since I've been a kid. And it's my passion, and um, Orlando was a great place for that because yeah. the art scene down here is so vast. You know, after, I think after New York, really, it, it's it's unmatched because of the parks you have. So you, just the, the number of artists, designers, creatives that come down here and then and then you can work year round, you know, mm-hmm. you find your path. And those people who love the arts are passionate then raise families for young artists that are passionate and stuff. So it kind of just matriculates and, and grows from there. So I think it's this, where we are in Central Florida is just an amazing place of artists um, that I love it. And, and the weather is so much nicer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, like, it's just great. And I love driving. So you still have that kind of thing. I get to drive and have my own time. Um, Very true. Yep. Um, what what set you to be on the course of, of being a director here in Orlando? Like, what was your kind of first dipping your toe into that here? Great. So when I first came down, it, it was really tough. I think getting into directing is a little unconventional in terms of a path um, where I didn't finish. I didn't end up going back to school and finishing so I was always, I'd always done directing. I was also a teaching artist and I worked with young people a lot in um, schools, after school programming. So I, um, I literally started pounding on the pavement and pounding the pavement and pounding on doors of all the theaters in town and started just giving my resume and trying to get involved, whether it be mm-hmm. as an accompanist, cause uh, my background, you know, I was also a music director, vocal coach. So I, I started playing auditions or being a rehearsal pianist at first oh, nice. in places, and then getting my foot in the door. And then once you're in, you develop in your network and relationships and you start growing and you start doing things and inviting your, your network and your peers to come see your work. Mm-hmm. You know, so I started working around town and inviting the art, other artistic directors or Disney directors to come see my stuff. And um, from there, you know, you just kind of get your name out and then people, if there's opportunities, let you know about those opportunities that you can put, you know, apply for and put your name in the hat for. So that's kind of been the path. Um, but really, it, I've been putting myself in and showing your work, creating work and then showing it. And then, yeah. Um, and then also loving the work. Like it's just, it's, I love it so much. So I think that's a big part of what I do and, and try to try to instill that with everyone I work with. We try to try to have fun. I, I'm crazy and <laughs> like as crazy as possible, but we have to, it has to come from here. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's wonderful. That sounds like such a fun path to becoming a director. It doesn't sound very like, like, like grinding for years in New York or LA to, you know, to get there. It sounds like a very fun, but also hardworking journey. That's awesome. For a while, for sure. You know, there were, there were scary times in my early twenties that were really, really scary. It's always scary, but um, Mm -hmm. yeah, but the more, the harder you work and I was obsessed with it. You know, theater's always been an escape and um, storytelling has been so important to me as, as a young person and I think it's carried into who I am as an adult so from from that that's kind of my drive why I'm obsessed with it you know you know just to try to impact people and try to put that out there and tell stories um, 
for a purpose. So I think it's it's lit my flame. And Disney, honestly, that college program gave me the craziest work ethic I've, I ever. Because yes. it was hard. Nine months, nine months of like standing outside and, and all yep. the, taking tickets, you know? Mm -hmm. That was crazy. So yeah. <laughs> that college program is one of the best ways to learn so many life skills um, just from that program. So thank you, Disney, for giving us the go, college Go ahead, program. Spencer. What were we going to say? I also, not to like speak for you, Steve, but I feel like part of Steve's journey from like my perspective is like he's sort of if there's not a door, he makes a window. Sort of mentality of, okay, I'm gonna create my own opportunity. If there's not an opportunity there, and you know, like a lot of people just don't see like that there can be opportunity where it's not already presenting itself. And Steve sort of always made his way into that. And like, that's how he, I think, became, you know, a director in all these places. Cause these, like he was, the, when we first met, it was at um, the Starlight Theater, which is, is uh, isn't around anymore. It's now Edgewater High School, I think. Um, <laughs> but he, what were, you, what was your title there? Like you were production well, manager, I had, or I got started. Yeah, I was, I was a, I got started as just a music director there and accompanist, and then I became a production manager there, and then the like assist. I don't know what it was, what it ended up being. It was right. kind of artistic director, but I was production managing. But things like that, like just making himself available for every opportunity and creating opportunities for himself. Sorry but to I talk about so Sorry, I left before it all got crazy. Right. Say, that <laughs> say that again, Steve, what'd you say? I left before I got, you know, I mean, it was always crazy, but I had to leave yeah. for a while just because it was, you know, like everywhere, it has its ups and downs. And, and I will say, Steve Steve doesn't usually let, a, uh, let us, and Spencer knows this, uh, knows this as well, Steve doesn't usually let us gush, but, um, but Steve and Spencer are, you know, like this episode, you guys don't know this, but this episode is entitled The, the Dream Team. Uh, not only are these guys, um, it is, sorry. Sorry about it. <laughs> um, these guys uh, not only are, are one, one of their best friends, but two, they are um, two of the most creative uh, hardworking uh, people, uh, kind of creators in this industry that we know. Like, you know, we always talk about in this industry that, oh, the, you know, there's the one person in town that we drop everything for and then we'll immediately run to do this show and, and Spencer and Steve and their, their, their creative team. That's that's the team that, that, that I, and I know my wife, we do that for us. So um, yeah, I, I'm so glad. Yeah, of course. Go ahead, that's Christina. Amazing. Um, so Spencer, uh, teamwork is important when it comes to creative building a show uh what's important in finding a good team uh collaboration is a huge thing um and collaboration and trust in the other person um i think steve and i've been working together for a long time now um and either one of us can put anything into the other person's hands and know that like it's just going to be better after that so like mm -hmm. he if i have a number to choreograph he doesn't have to be there and be like, you know, helicopter momming the whole thing. He trusts right. the product that's coming out is going to be good and satisfactory and tell the story that we're trying to portray. Um, and if it doesn't- and Satisfactory. What? It's going to be excellent is what I trust. Yeah. It's going to be excellent. But, but then we come together and he molds on top of what I've done and then I mold on top of what he's done and that collaboration is what I, collaboration and trust are the two be best things i think and it's yeah. like, it's like 
a while to like build that rapport with somebody to let them take over such a big part of your creative process and trust that they're going to it's going to meld um together to yeah. make sense to make yeah is there a, a favorite memory or a collaboration you particularly are fond of thinking back of you two there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot. You, you can go. You can go. To, go. Go. Top three. Um, Actually, was, yeah. We'll, we'll let we'll let Spencer go. Then uh, then Steve, and then we'll okay. see. We there was one day we. I don't know if that's totally answering the question, but there was a day that we were doing. We were in rehearsals for a show at the Orlando Shakespeare Theater. It's called Magic Treehouse uh, Showtime with Shakespeare. Um, and then we were Newsies was open at the Rep. And we had a break in between. So I think we were watching a preview of Magic Treehouse and had a, like an hour break in between. And had gone from seeing like one of the first previews of like kids watching this show that we had created together. And then we walked across the park and just popped in for a second and watched the kids watching that show. And in the exact same moment, we just looked at each other and we're like, we are the luckiest people in the world in this moment right now because we like look how many people just got to see like what we to us i mean i'm speaking for myself but like to us it's just we have a fun time together and get to create something fun and memorable for us mm -hmm. and then to like see all the people responding to it and get to do like get to see so many people in one moment seeing that was an incredible moment. i will never forget that the afternoon. Oh, we had early tears that day. I remember we just were like <laughs> overwhelmed. Yep. Go oh, ahead, Steve. So do you have a special uh, uh, a memory or, or something? Your no favorite? Memory. No memories. No memories yeah. at all. You know, I have one, but I'm not going to tell that one. Um, <laughs> Good. Perfect. <laughs> Love it. Remember when we got yelled at, Spencer? That's yeah. a one. That, that's a highlight for me. It just makes me. Laugh. I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, no one else does, so it's okay, 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 okay. So one time we were doing a show somewhere. Um, I can't tell that story. Well, okay, wait, wait. Uh, why? It's silly. It could be vague, like this production. Yeah, yeah. This you, happened. It was out of town. It was out of town. We were out of town. Okay. Uh -huh. And <laughs> we were. I don't know. Remember, I was sitting behind the piano. And Spencer came to sit and ask me a question or something about a costume. And I was, I think I was directing and music directing and it was a small show. And I don't usually direct and play the piano. That's not hard. But um, for this one, I was. And something, I don't know why, I don't even know why it happened, but someone came in and started screaming at us. And we just slow burned at each other and just melt and started laughing like, I, we have a picture from it, and it's a picture that we share every year, and we're like literally laughing on the piano. We so if you really want to figure it out, you probably find it one day. Do you still not know why they were yelling at you? I think we were being unprofessional. But I can't imagine that. There's a sense <laughs> of fun. You always have fun in what we, that's the thing. You have to have fun in what you're doing, or if you're not having fun, why are you doing it? Yep. And that's, that's part of like my DNA. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm crazy serious and like want everything to be like as best as we can. 
but like ultimately if we are not having fun and being good people during it there's a problem you know what i mean and we have to kind of grow from where we're at and, and, and enjoy it and love each other so that's all but i know that's a bad memory um that's if that's your is, you that's a fun memory favorite just what came to my head well, and, so, and I will say like the, the fun thing, that's one of my favorite things about working with both of you is that the, the fun comes with a sense of like freedom. There's like a, there's like a cool sense of freedom that you guys have, like uh, working with Spencer and Big River, um, uh, choreographing that weird song about one man's chest and another, uh, another breast, or I don't know what it is. What is it? The Nunsuch. Nunsuch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I'm glad you remember. We're talking a lot about Twain tonight. A lot about Twain. No, like again, you, you, you know, you would, you'd have fun with it, but then at the same time, you're not saying finger here, you know, finger up, finger down, finger side. You're like, hey, have fun, you know, like. That's what I do. Where's <laughs> your fingers supposed to be? <laughs> no, but it, but but in the same sense, Steve. Though, like, uh, let's t- Peter and the Star Catcher. You're not afraid to you you know your actors and you know that say that sage is is gonna is gonna be weird and you have you know to either well that's why sage is there you know (laughs) no no but you give no but but you're you're not afraid to like as opposed to people who are so controlling you're not afraid to give people the freedom to express themselves and then you can kind of mold them how you need them we don't know all the answers and that's that's that you know the best product is going to be a collaboration 100%. 100%. We all elevate each other. Spencer elevates me to no end, you know, um, with what he does and what he brings. And um, and m- all my collaborators do, you know what I mean? It, but, like, that's that's what we're supposed to do. And as actors, what they bring to the table. And, like, hey, what if I tried this? Or, no, I think it should be like this. That's, that's the best kind of process, right? When you're debating it and you're challenging each other and trying to, like, get to the place where we all um, are on the same page. It's mm-hmm. so fun to find how to get there. Yeah, I love that. So speaking of freedom and creativity, um, you were in isolation. <laughs> isolation, no freedom. <laughs> um, you guys often uh, come up with different, you know, uh, I don't know where it comes from, but come up, uh, can you guys come up with different like concepts for uh, typical, often kind of played out shows? Uh, you know, like for example, um, uh, Into the Woods, you guys decided to create um into the woods you know based in a library um like the uh, the um uh Steve magnolias instead of doing it just you know in on a, the- in a in a normal theater you guys decided to kind of create the salon you know you, uh, you steve decided to kind of create the uh, salon around them so how do you uh can you uh, i guess you know why why do you decide to create those kind of brand new concepts are you just having fun or, or what 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 is it about that so it depends on the story, right? And why are you telling the story? Why are we telling the story? Um, and what do we want? What's our lens that we're telling the story through? What do we want the takeaway to be for the audience? Besides the given, but is there anything that we can accentuate or punctuate? Like, can we make stronger? Um, and I, for one, do not, I really don't like seeing something I can already watch on YouTube or you know, on Broadway HD. There's no yeah. reason to recreate the original because that's why, you know? So yes, as artists, we are inspired by things, of course, like, and you learn from that and you learn about a beat or you learn about, you know, where something came from, but then it's a new time. We're telling the story today, you know, not five years ago, not 50 years ago, whatever right. it might be. So perspective changes too, right? And so what is that perspective? 
Um, and what can we bring to that? And it's not always to recreate the wheel. Sometimes you're gonna do, you're not gonna totally recreate the wheel, but you can, you can be creative and be inspired and be excited about a project, right? Right. Um, so it's not necessarily a new concept for every show, um, but there is, I think, a new lens and a new way to tell a story um, and, and get new people excited about a story in theater. I think also today, like we are so saturated, our, our world society with internet and movies and film and the way things move, right? The way that we absorb things, the word, um, music, everything is different than it was 50 years ago. So how do we speak to people today is a huge way that, that kind of challenges me as a director, um, what lens we want to view a piece through. Yeah, Spence? Yeah, I, I completely agree. And while Steve's stuff is, you know, when he's creating a concept uh, for like a whole show and stuff like that, like where I come from is choreography should be a storyteller. It should be part of telling the story. Mm -hmm. So when I come into a show, I might want to tell it differently um, or I might see a message or a moment that um, just speaks to me or that I think is poignant um, that I can really show through the choreography that may not be in the, may not be the original. Um, so yeah, I, it's just a different form of storytelling. Also, like, like you said with Into the Woods, I feel like it gave, in our particular production, we chose to use a, a boy as the narrator, um, which gives a different perspective of, you know, who's, who's telling the story. Like Steve said, you know, our way of telling it and who's um, today and like who, who's benefiting from hearing it from that um, point of view. But again, that choice was inspired by something, you know, some pictures I had seen in, in London, you know, but you take that, you create your own vision for it. We, you know, it wasn't, um, we said it in the library and the stories, everything was propelled right from the books and from the stories and how that library literally transformed and created the world of this kid's imagination. Mm -hmm. um, it was really exciting and theatrical the way kind of we view theater. Yeah. Do you want to, do you want to plug anybody uh, that you haven't plugged yet? Who is into the, <laughs> in, in into the woods? It was a joke, Steve. It was a joke. Um, Andrew Stack was wonderful in that show. She was the baker's wife. We, Andrew Stack and, and Grace Flaherty was the um, stepsister. She was great. Connor Padilla, love him. Rob Stack is the prince. Sage was in it too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, uh, but so- was a serious man. I mean, it was just that, that cast went on and on. I know I'm missing everybody. Erin Rementor. Um, she just- Oh, back. I love her. Yes, she was so good. Uh, I can't wait to work with her again sometime. Yeah, can we play a, play a fun mini game real quick? Yes, yeah. yes let's do um, it. So this fun mini game, uh, just because I just want to see what comes off of the top of both of your heads. Um, so we're just going to kind of, I'm going to throw a show out there and just like take a moment, take like two seconds to figure out what you can do to kind of bring this into the 21st century. How do you, like, Spencer, what kind of choreography would, could, could you do to make this different? Steve, what, what you know, just, get, get, just give me a fun concept. Um, is, that, is that cool? Like, silly? You just want us to be, like, rando? No. Oh, it, 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 yeah, it doesn't have to be rando. I mean, like, like uh, d don't reinvent 
like you were saying, don't, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. But I mean, like if, if, if all of a sudden you're like, hey, I, I've always thought I'm going to throw this whatever show out there. I've always thought that it'd be really cool to do Romeo and Juliet if it was in Afghanistan or whatever you're going to say. Mm-hmm. Which has which has happened. I've seen that. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, so, all right. Like, like, a per, like a a woman from Afghanistan and like a soldier or something? That's exactly what it was. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, like a car blew up on stage. It was just ridiculous. Um, we also wow. considered doing um, Sound of Music with Vampires. <laughs> Get out no. of here. Are you serious? <laughs> Do it like very so much field. It's genius. Wait, like, say that again. Sorry. Say that again, Steve. Like a late night sound of music. Like it, w- it would be very illegal. It would get shut down, cease and desist. Not allowed to happen. But well, like, I'm gonna. Tr- well, the, the the show that I'm thinking about is I don't think either of you have had anything to do with it. Maybe Steve, you you played played it once, or, or, or maybe in high school. I, I really don't know. But um, have any guys and dolls? Oh yeah. Uh, if you could come up with a concept that brought that into maybe the 21st century, made it a little different, a little more intriguing to audiences, because oh, Guys and Dolls is a great show, but it, everybody does it. Every high school in the world has done it. Uh, what what can we do differently with Guys and Dolls? Take your time. I, I kind of would like to see it, because we just saw um, West Side Story, the new revival. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lot to say about that production. Uh, well, Shannon bought tickets to it. We were supposed to; uh, she was supposed to go in March, and then obviously all this happened. But, but it it was so current and so poignant for like now and today. I, I mean, I, I'd have to think about all of guys and dolls, but I could see that like doing it very twenty twenty, and having you know, it sort of be the same sort of thing like the i think the the hot box girls could be a little more like rachel's yes a little more risque you know uh, like for people who don't know what that is rachel's is a is a strip club here in orlando it's a steakhouse sage it's just it's, it, it, it's a strip club that serves steak perfect but i think you could do that and have in there. Like one of those super um like christian instagram like uh uh influencers as like the sort of sarah person oh interesting so so for no for so uh, yes oh let's say i don't think a lot of people uh are aware of the west side story so do you want to give them a brief like because i wasn't aware of it uh about the new revival um yes that would be me me is your target audience (laughs) right that way people know what you're talking about when you're talking about you know doing it similarly uh steve you can jump into it but it was it was really um I'm not a huge West Side Story fan. I just, like, I, I'm not a huge fan of the music and the whole um, Maria Tony storyline. It's a little um, weird to me, but um, uh, it's Romeo the, and Juliet, Spencer. Huh? It's Romeo and Juliet. I know. I get it. <laughs> but uh, it was done through such a 2020 lens, um, and there was so much video content, and it it like shed a light on things like um, police brutality and um social media and things like that and it was in gender in gender it like it all just like was so today it was it was really you can probably voice it better than i can see but no I'm not wrong. it also broke down some um some of the racial stereotypes i suppose and they blended both you know the Justin and the sharks were not primarily one race which was great to see that 
it, it was more of, um, I think, immigrants versus being born on the mainland. Mm. That makes sense, you know? Um, and, and that's kind of the slant. It seemed, that's how I read it as, um, because you had, you had a Hispanic jets and pe people of color. Like, oh, it was awesome. Like, that part of it I thought was really, really cool. I thought all of it was great. Um, it's very, people are very divided over that production. Um, it is very much about that director's vision, like crazy. And so I, I do think some of the story, they, they cut some of the, some elements, they cut I Feel Pretty out. And um, hmm. they made it a one act. So that's tough to sit through if you- if There's you a lot of technology involved, right? Like cameras- so That director's style. Um, Ivan Hove, I, can, I don't know if I'm saying his name right. Um, he's known now, he's done a few shows on Broadway, but he's huge in Europe. And that's his, he's very, the, the voyeur, like, it's kind of like there's always these people watching and it's projection on the screen. It's crazy, like his concepts, how he does it, but he does it for a lot of his shows, it's his style. And, um, but yeah, there's a lot of projections and live, live um, film work and then also pre-recorded things. And um, it was nuts, awesome. it was nuts. Well, I can't wait to see um, uh, Guys and Dolls uh, techno version 2021. <laughs> it's going to be great. Um, here's, uh, so also uh, before, we, we do have a last question. Before we do that, I'm going to play a second mini game. So uh, our episode before we like completely fell off the face of the earth because of the um, quarantine. Because uh, of the Rona. Because of the Rona. Miss Rona. Uh, Rona. Uh, we actually did a um, behind the table do's and don'ts episode. Um, so uh, things you should do at an audition, things you should never do at an audition. Um, uh, we actually have a list, um, I believe, of 12. Uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Yep. 12 do's and don'ts. Um, I'm going to read some of these off to you. We'll start with do's. But if, um, and I want you to tell me uh, if you're like, no, who came up with that rule? That's a really stupid rule. Or, uh, um, or tell me, you know, you say, yeah, all these rules are amazing. And then if you could add to that, that would be awesome. We're not saying like, that's a stupid rule to pass guests, are we? No, 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 no. The past guests are, are myself and Christina and like, we're like, and yeah, like, tell us we're dumb. There, there are <laughs> like, there are, you know, we, we all came up with these rules together. Um, uh, you would never say that you're stupid. No, but, but, but I mean, no, but, but we do want you to not say stupid, but it would say, uh, yeah, that rule actually doesn't matter. We don't care if you do this or not. You know what I mean? Like, don't worry so much about that. Yeah. So keep in mind that we're speaking from our perspective and everybody has different preferences and every company. Mm -hmm. Oh, a, a, th a thousand percent. This is definitely from your perspective, but again, um, uh, you know, as much as, you know, I'm behind the table with whatever Entertainment Central, you guys are behind the table four times as more. So I'm just definitely curious to see what your perspective is. Um, these are the 12 do's that we kind of came up uh, with together. Um, and definitely, yeah, let us know. Um, uh, the first one of do was respect people's energy, meaning that if you're in the audition room and uh, someone is... Uh, not in the audition room, but like in the in the holding room, and someone is trying to kind of be in their moment. Uh, you try and come up with them, come up to them, be like, "Hey, what's going on, bro?" You know, like. Respect <laughs> second one is uh, do do your homework. Uh, second one is uh, read the entire audition notice. If it says sing a pop rock song, sing a pop rock song. Uh, two, 
um, relate to the song that you uh, sorry, wait, this is four. Sorry, four, <laughs> relate to the song that you sing. Uh, five, look your best self. Try to make sure you look like your headshot. Uh, six, uh, dress the way you want to feel. Make sure you feel good. Seven, uh, always check with your accompanist first. The first thing you do when you walk into the room, check with your accompanist. Eight, uh, get help with auditions, uh, maybe like a vocal or an acting coach. Um, nine, be your authentic self. Um, that was Will's. Uh, be your authentic self. Make sure you're going in there showing who you are 100%, nothing less. Um, 10, respect your moderator. This is a lot of for film stuff, uh, film stuff as well as uh, your moderator when you first um, uh, are signing up for the audition. Uh, obviously, there are a lot of people involved there. So um, and he's dealing with a lot of people. So make sure you have that respect for, you know, like who Greg, who's over at Disney, all that kind of stuff. 11, thank them for the opportunity. Uh, maybe an email after the audition or a text, whatever you have. Uh, and 12, uh, have a great comeback uh, for how are you? Because when you first uh, enter the room, a lot of times directors say, how are you? Uh, and sometimes they actually want to know, don't, don't, don't get weird. Don't just say good. <laughs> have an answer. They have, an, have an answer. And so those were, those were our 12 don'ts. Uh, do you have anything to say about that? Uh, 12 do's. Do you guys, oh, sorry, 12 do's. Yeah, thank you. Do you have anything to say about that? Or do, do you guys want to add anything? I have a question about the respect people's energy. I love that. But on the um, devil's advocate side, I see a lot of performers um, talk about when they go and audition and they do have that person who's like, hey, blah, 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 who's very chatty or who's wound up and they want to focus. Yeah. So going the opposite way, if someone is wound up and you are the one who's focusing, then how, you know what I mean? That respective energy, it goes. Yeah, that's uh, that's really that's interesting. I, place, right? Yeah, no, that's really interesting. Um, so do you mean like talk, like engaging with them because you're respecting? No, 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 no. Cause you shouldn't No, but I'm, I'm, right. I'm just playing devil's advocate because the example was given if someone's focusing and you're, you're trying to say, Hey, what's up buddy? Respect that they're focused. Well, what if someone's, mm -hmm. someone's way to process and be is be true. 110%. And that's, that's what they bring into the room. So how sure. do you, you know, how do we meet people where they're at on the other end of that and respect that? It's, well, that's a, it's a dichotomy to ponder. Yeah, no, no, for sure. Spencer, answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> the devil's advocate question? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. If, if, if someone, instead of, you know, someone coming up to you, um, and you, let's say you're being focused and yeah. uh, and typically they would have to respect your energy, like, hey, I don't want to mess with this guy right and now. And Sage comes up and talks to you. Yeah, I come up and talk to you. I'm like, <laughs> what's going on, bro? you like, party people. Like, how do, how do you respect my energy as I, uh, at the same time, I'm respecting your energy? I've actually been medium similar situation where I, because I, I do get sort of quiet when I'm in that sort of audition holding room, uh, unless there's someone I'm really close to and we can sort of mellow together. Um, but I, you know, there are people who like have that, that excited energy. Um, and I've, I've engaged and said, like conversed and said, hi, how are you? What are you singing? Something like that. And then gone back into like, okay, well, I'm going to, I'm going to go back into, you know, yeah. focusing on that stuff. it's so good to see, you. you know, just that's how I respect the, the energy of not shutting them down and making them feel bad for how they're feeling. Um, but saying like, hey, so so good to see you, or you seem super excited about that. This is great. Like, that is awesome. I'm not as prepared, so maybe I'm just going to like go mm -hmm. I mean, but I think that's a, it's a great question to ask is like, how do we meet in the middle? So sure. 
So right. can you can you um, just give me? Uh, obviously, you heard all the do's that we've come up with. Can you, as from being someone who's behind the table a lot, can you give uh, Spencer? Can you give me one um, thing that you would add to that list? Something that you think that you should always do when you're entering an audition room or when when you're auditioning? What what is one thing that you think you should always do? <laughs> um, it's a good list. Um, I think I think you sort of said this, but just being your authentic self is so important. Um, actually, two of those on that list were really important to me: is the the be your authentic self when you come in, um, uh, because I think everybody's heard this that's auditioned ever is that when people come in, those of us who are behind the table want to hire you. Like we want you to be the one. Like we want you to blow us out of the water and be the, so. Like no one is against you when we're back there. So the, the more authentic you are as yourself, um, it's just so important. We want to be magnetized to what you're bringing to the table. And also being respectful of your moderators, whoever it is, who, the person that bring you in the room, the person that, you know, just took your name down is so important because we all talk to each other the entire night, the whole six hours we're sitting there, we're going back and forth and talking to each other. And we want to be, we want you to be the person, type of person we want to work with. Yeah. And a person that's rude to someone that come like rude to part of our team, the second they come in, is not someone we want to work with. And like that's, I I mean I think that's a big, just being kind to every person that you in, encounter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just so you guys know, I don't know if you guys, uh, I, I think I think Spencer, you know them. I don't know if you know both of them, Steve. Um, the uh, the four people that came up with this list was myself, Christina, Will Scott, and uh, Deanna Quintero. Um, yeah, the four of us came up with this list, and that those were what the two that you just said. Uh, one was Will, uh, be authentic was Will's, and uh, your moderator, respect your moderator was uh, Deanna's. So I will let them know that you love that. Uh, uh, Steve, go ahead. Um, if I can, it's kind of taps on to be authentic, but really remembering and knowing who you are. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry, that's the thing. No, you're um, fine. Like n- knowing why you're there, remember why you're there. Because I think a lot, a lot of us, a lot of performers get in their own head, in their own skin, right? right? And and really trusting. But you have to know who you are as a performer. If this is going to be your career, right? There's a part of you where you you kind of reconcile that and celebrate that. And that's what's why we're all, you know performers are so beautiful because you're all different and authentic. And to really to know that and know who you are and remind yourself that before you go in the room, before you go walk into the building. But that morning, remember why you're doing it. And I think that's huge to lend yourself to being authentic. Love that. Um, so uh, we'll move on to don'ts. These were um, these were our 12 don'ts that we said we should uh, never, ever, ever do in an audition holding room or walking into an audition, um, all that kind of stuff. Uh, obviously, you can emphasize one or if you would like to add one or maybe disagree with one. Totally cool. Um, so these were the 12 don'ts that we kind of talked about. Um <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Oops, closed out. Sorry, give me two seconds. <laughs> I got you, Sage. Um, I'll go for it. Don't look directly in your scene partner's eyes. If that's the casting director, don't look them directly in the eyes. Look just above so that they can take the time watching your audition and really um, think their thoughts, write their notes, and you're not pulling yes. them into the scene with you. We are um, not your acting partner. Yeah. <laughs> Especially, you know, with young people, you teach them that because um, it's tough because otherwise it makes you behind the table want to engage 
Right. <laughs> um, That's tough to be have that perspective. Yeah. Um, don't make, yeah, don't make the director part of your audition. Uh, don't stick around. Um, your moment's over. It's someone else's turn. But in the same vein, wait until someone else goes into the room because your time might not actually be over. I've done this many times, leaving too soon. And they're like, wait, 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 hold on. Um, don't enter. Uh, yeah, see, the, hold on. Yeah, Christina, these are weird. These are weirded words. That's why I was having an issue. Don't uh, enter. Uh, oh, is it just say don't forget to enter the room. Mm, don't forget to enter the room as yourself. Um, be your authentic self, like we said. Um, don't breathe and give the director a chance to talk to you if they want. Yeah. Um, so get, don't um, don't rush in and just start steamrolling. Like give them give a breath, and if they want to talk to you, ask you a question. That kind of gives you that moment to do that. So don't steamroll. But I know there's some for certain roles around town. They like the, if you're called back, they want you to enter the room in character. So there are some that want you to come in with that energy of a character if it's a callback and they want you to come in the character, for, particularly for improv. So oh, that's great. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yes. If it's improv and they've given you a character or they want you to create characters, sometimes they want you to walk, enter the room in that character. Oh, that's great. Thank you. Thank you. Um, usually tell you that. <laughs> good, good. Um, don't doubt yourself. You, you have every right to be there um, and you have every right to offer what you have to offer. Um, don't pretend to be someone else and socialize. Don't feel the pressure to be that outgoing person that talks to everybody just because somebody told you to network. Um, don't feel that pressure. You can prepare however you want to prepare and kind of sit in whatever you need to sit in to be ready for the audition. Um, sometimes silence is golden. Never ask the director what, what you should sing. It's not their job. Um, come in prepared with something that you have chosen and that relates to you. Don't rehearse at full energy at the auditions. <laughs> um, that one was my favorite. Uh, know your director, but don't get uh, don't get personal. Um, like in the audition, don't be too personal. You may know them outside of it, but at that moment, it might be a good idea to play it more on the. Hi, love to see you. We're here for an audition specifically. Right. Um, bring a jacket. Um, don't, don't wear just, you know, like a, like a dress, bring whatever you need to, to bring to stay warm. I found many times that it's been really cold in the audition room. And that always makes me extra shaky in addition to the nerves that I already have for the audition. So don't forget to bring a jacket. Um, and yeah, those are our don'ts. And, and what's, it's funny as, as I'm reading back, reading these back, because we did this, I don't know how, how maybe two months ago. Yeah. A lot of this is actually coming probably from those larger Disney auditions. When we say don't rehearse at full energy, uh, at the, you know, at, don't rehearse at these auditions. It's, you know, when you see people singing in that holding room, uh, at full voice when everyone's trying to focus, it's like, mama, mama, ma. you're like, okay, stop it. Um, <laughs> and then the other one was, um, uh, know your director, but don't get personal. Uh, there are experiences with people, um, where yes, they know each other outside. Uh, um, and there's been some experiences where they say, Hey, oh, hey, uh, hey, Steve, how's, how's Jeremy? You know, like there, there comes a point where you have to, um, separate that and it, it and it, it then then they uh, directors feel weird looking at you as talent as opposed to looking at you as a friend if you then cross that personal boundary and it needs to it needs to stay that way so yeah those, like like christine said those are our don'ts do you guys want to add anything do you guys want to contest anything i'd love to add one thing Go ahead. Um, 
particularly now, it's even more relevant. Um, but I think always a don't for me, and I don't like speaking in don'ts, but I think don't um, physically touch, shake hands afterwards. Yeah. Um, you know, lately, not even lately, the last few years, we always keep a, a bottle of hand sanitizer because there's always going to be some people that want to shake hands because they're handshakers um, or huggers. And really, we shouldn't be doing that in auditions, I think. That's my, we shouldn't be touching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, almost respect that table distance, no matter how well you know them or nervous or excited you are. Um, no touchy. We also, <laughs> it, we also have notes and stuff happening, like, on the tables. So when you get too close, it, we feel like we have to, like, hide that stuff. Also, to piggyback off the, um, the eye contact, yes, we are not your scene partner, so that, that's, that's a big part of it. Um, also, we want you to be in the moment with however, what, whatever story you're telling. Um, so it doesn't have to be engaging. Also, when you're focused on us, like you're too, fo- people seem to be too focused on what we're, I've done it in auditions too, but what we're doing, like there's moments where I'm typing, maybe this role, maybe this role, maybe this role. But if you're focused on what we're typing or saying to each other, that's, it can take you out of that moment as opposed to, it may be a positive thing we're writing, like perfect for this role, calling back for this role. But if you're focused on us, what we're typing or, or, or writing, that can sort of throw you, I think. Faces, right? Because some people have not nice resting faces like me. It's just like, <laughs> I'm aware of it. No, I'm aware. I try to eyebrows up, you know, but like, again, because we don't want to engage in your scene. So like my natural resting face is not necessarily Yeah, and your recommendation, yeah. and curious, your recommendation, because we've heard a bunch of things, uh, even during the episode when we talked about this, uh, I, I like to look directly above the director's head. Some people actually like to look off to the corner. Like, do you guys have a preference of, like, as to, you know, where you want people to look instead? I prefer mine above my head. Yep. Mm-hmm. Steve? Yeah, I, or, I mean, Spencer, sorry. Yeah, above the head, if it's, if it's intentionally to a corner or something because it's if it makes sense then that's fine i don't care as long as it's not (laughs) yeah (laughs) so uh before we end this little discussion uh we always end with this crest uh this question here at o-town dreamers just because there are a lot of aspiring performers listening uh to this podcast uh which we are which we actually got an incredible 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 story um from someone who moved here four months ago from listening to our podcast, which is so cool. Um, uh, so go ahead, Christina. All right. So this is my favorite question. Um, what advice, what's one piece of advice that you would give to somebody who wants to make this their career, their profession, and people are telling them it's not realistic. What is one piece of advice you would give to that person who wants to make this move? Let's start with Spencer. Um, I'm pretty sure I answered this last time you you did but uh let's let's go it again i'm sure i'll probably answer it similarly um uh, my advice is right now would be to try and access every opportunity you can there's there's it's just limitless especially here in orlando that i found i I can't speak to anywhere else new york or la or or chicago um but here, if, if this is truly what you want to do, you make you want to make a career of the arts, no, no matter what it is, whether you want to be on the production side or you want to be on the, the actor side, if you want to be on stage or off, 
Um, there's so many opportunities, you just have to seek them out. Um, it's not just the theme parks, that's a huge one, but it's there's the theme parks, there's theaters, there's production you know, companies like ECA and, and uh, Metropolis and, and Penguin, just to name a few. Um, getting in and just getting your foot in the door in any of those, just reach out to all, there's, you know, there's places on iDrive that have, there's Sleuths, there's, there's a, there's so much opportunity. Um, and then sort of, like I said, what, what Steve did early in his career is, is make opportunities for yourself, make people see how valuable you are. And the more things that you can, the more skills you have, the more, which is not to hype them up more, but one of the things I learned from Steve early in, you know, our career working together is that the more skills you have, um, the more valuable you are. Um, so I started as an actor and that was basically it. And I've now been choreographing for 10 plus years now um, and have directed a little bit too. So um, just making the opportunities, opportunities for yourself. And like I said, when there's not a door, bust out a window and uh, make the opportunities for yourself and reach out to everybody. Love it. Steve? Light your fire, okay? If it's what you love, people telling you no, you know, again, know yourself, right? You need to know yourself in this career, whether you're in front of the table, behind the table, on stage, backstage. Um, and yeah, like Spencer said, make your way, find your path. But um, people told me no a lot. And so I, I had to just make it happen. I knew another option, right? And um, you just have to go out forge your path, believe in yourself. Um, so many people I know have gone to, if you're talking about like why you're down here, particularly for the theme parks, have gone to 12 to 14 auditions and then they'll book it, they'll book the cruise, they'll book a, a gig, because it depends what they're hiring. They're not always hiring for the show you want to be or that you're right for, right? And maybe they only have that audition once a year. So you need to, number one, know yourself and not let that knock you down and keep going and keep working and getting better at your craft. Because um, if it's what you love, it's what who, if, if it's really who you are, then you're going to do that. And, um, and then do your research, find out who's hiring, what they're looking for. Um, even on, on the other side of the table, you know, do, do they need teaching artists? Do they need choreographers? What's going on? Do they need, um, or do they, are they looking for a vocalist? Are they looking for a gymnast? What are they looking for? And, and, and do that research. But, um, and that's going to inform where you're going, what you're doing, when you're doing it. Hmm. Um, so the more hungry, thirsty, and driven you are, um, I think it's going to light your flame. And if you light your flame in here, right, that's going to that's gonna guide your way. So you have to ignite it and know who you are, um, number one. I love it. Hey, Spencer and Steve, thank you so much for being here. It really, really means a lot. Again, I, I cannot uh, emphasize this enough. Um, uh, these two are a force to be reckoned with. So if you are in the Orlando area, or if even if not, drive down uh, and just see one of their – seriously, see one of their shows. Um, are you guys both doing uh, – what's, what's, what's happening? What's the next project you guys are working on? Oh, gosh, so many projects that got paused. Right. Right. No. Yeah. Are you? Uh, do you? We don't know what we're doing. Sage. We we don't know. Okay. Well, when it happens, we will definitely plug it. Um, Spencer, do you want to the perspective projects if you'd like? Go and say that one more time, Steve. We can tell you the perspective projects that are on the. Docket. Yes. Let's let's do yeah. that. That sounds great. Spencer. <laughs> 
Oh, I can go. I don't care. Whatever. I was just trying to. <laughs> He's so happy. Talk about prospective projects. Well, Spencer and I were working on Freaky Friday at the Rep. And that got, um, yeah, uh, that got furloughed. Um, so I think they are looking at two options, doing one for teenagers only for youth production this summer, if summer's going to happen, which TBA, right? Who knows when people yeah. can gather in large groups. Yes. <clears throat> we just don't know anything. Um, and then they're also hopefully going to put it in their season next year. So um, there's that project. What else are we doing, Spencer? Um, St. Luke's summer. So St. Luke's, there's a few things. We're doing a youth production camp uh, in the first two weeks of June, TBA. Uh, we're going to do Moana Junior for grades third through eight. So for the children or no kids, um, it's a really great. great opportunity to get a full production for that final weekend. They get three shows, fully produced, you know, mics, lighting, full professional choreo direction. It's a great opportunity for uh for your young people. And then our summer production at the theater at St. Luke's is uh, Bright Star the Musical, which is a newer musical that came out a few years ago, written by Edie Burkell and the comedian Steve Martin. Uh, he did the music because he plays banjo. And oh. it's a powerful and like hilarious, it's all of it, um, story. So that's slated to go up in um, July 31st through August 16th. So we'll see what's gonna happen. We might have a condensed rehearsal process and throw it up in three weeks, you know? Um, we're still, we're going to wait a little, a few more weeks to see what we can do before we even delve into design meetings and things like that. Sure. That's awesome. Well, what we got going on. I'm, um, I'm slated to direct uh, Little Shop of Horrors at Orlando Shakespeare Theater. I didn't know that. It's amazing. I... Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So that's supposed to happen end of August. So right after Bright Star, we would go into, I would go into rehearsals for Little Shop at, the, at Shakes. Um, and that would open beginning of September, I believe and run through mid-October, but again, who knows? You know, yeah. I hope in their season, but I know they would just had to pause the show, so they might move that, who knows? So that was also on the docket. Is this your first time uh, at the Shakes doing a main, like a huge like main stage uh, that wasn't TYA? Uh, uh, oh, so I've, directed, I've directed a lot of their TYAs, with, um, some with Spencer, some not, uh, like the Mad Treehouse, we did Frog and Toad, and the Pink Alicious there. Yeah. Miss um, Nelson's have done a lot, uh, yeah, and this year yeah and i music directed for them as well i did west side story for them as an md and music director and conductor and i uh, spam a lot and this year he asked me because i've been banging on his door and emailing him every year and telling him how interested i am and showing him my work and really trying um uh so i'm i'm, I'm so thrilled to he, he asked me to direct little shop so let's hope it still happens congrats That's awesome Thanks. man seriously Thanks. i had no idea that's huge cool. Thanks. um so before we leave uh uh, Spencer, do you have any? Uh, do you want to uh, plug your social media? Um, I just uh, started my Facebook choreography page. Um, <gasps> if anyone wants to check that out, that's where I've been doing the dance class and um, keeping people up to date with uh, what's going to be coming up uh, on the docket. So that's Spencer Moore Choreography on uh, Facebook. Awesome. Awesome. Steve? Uh, and my handles everywhere are Steve on stage. <laughs> Because I've Perfect. had it in the 90s. I mean, my work is on stage. I'm not necessarily on stage much anymore, but yeah, it's Steve on stage. So Twitter, Insta, Facebook, whatever, you name it. I, I'm probably there. My I, brand. I feel like that's, brand. Your, that's your only, ver like that's your version of Just Jack. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> Steve on stage. Steve. <laughs> uh, Christina, where can they find us? 
So you can find us on Instagram at O Town Dreamers, all one word, on Facebook, O Dash Town Dreamers. And you can email us directly at O Town Dreamers at gmail.com if there's something you would like us to talk about. If you're listening to us on iTunes, make sure to go down and five star us. Make sure to leave us a review because that's the only way we know if we're doing any good. If you watched our live stream, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, uh, thank you for commenting below. Uh, all these beautiful faces uh, have are so honored that you joined us. And uh, Spencer and Steve, I cannot thank you enough. I'm so glad that we were able to get together and do this. Thank, thank you. you for having us. Yes. Uh, finally agreed. <laughs> finally agreed he did it's true girl he talks about banging on banging on doors i was banging on his door i was like be on our show come on come on <laughs> very like shy i don't like talking a lot oh well we love it but thank you thank you for being on it and uh don't forget uh we will be back uh hopefully next week with some more fun guests and always re remember we dream for a living peace bye bye there's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow Shining at the end of every day There's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow And tomorrow's just a dream away Man has a dream